Hi, y'all. I'm Molly. And I'm Megan. And we're two good friends. Uh, no, Megan. We're two best friends from Cincinnati, Ohio. We're here to talk to you all about our love of musical theater. Throughout our shows, we will be discussing some of our favorite shows in depth. We will be talking about the facts of the show, casting choices, the songs, and whatever else we want. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about musical theater. The songs? Um, Album is genius. Genius. Beautiful. Put a bow on it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Like, all of them, it's like... Well, what what can't I say about it? Like, I love this. This is a soundtrack. I can listen to every single song and love it. There's not one that I hate. And so it's like a lot of these, I'm like, wow, that's relatable. I'm Dawn. Wow. I'm, I am Ogie. Wow. <laughs> I am Jenna. <laughs> like, it's, it's so good. I mean, there's a reason why last year it was my number one played album <laughs> like my top artists um, were sarah Bareilles, jesse mueller and um emily king and i was like yep that tracks i i don't i don't remember um i believe like when it one of the categories it was waitress it was jesse mueller jesse mueller <laughs> waitress like, yep you're right yep uh-huh Sure was. And I was like, I'm really, really not surprised by this at all because this is a soundtrack. I don't know. I guess I'll probably sound like a hypocrite because I'll probably end up saying this on every recording. Like, I can listen to the soundtrack whenever. But this is a soundtrack that no matter what mood I'm in, I can listen to. Molly, I I agree because I listen to this podcast. Not the podcast. <laughs> what am I saying? I listen to this cast album when I work out, mm-hmm. when I am doing chores around the house. Yep. When I bake. Duh. <laughs> it's, it's illegal not to. So good. So good. And I cannot believe we have both been listening. Before I get into this, I do want to note this. When we see shows together at the Aronoff, what's the one cast album we always listen to? <laughs> When we it's together, we get to the point that we're like, yep. so waitress? Okay. <laughs> and it's so funny because when we sing, uh, and Molly is very nice, I sing and I do not sing well. <laughs> and she does not say a peep about it. Because <laughs> this so... No judgment. Oh, listen to this voice. It's not a pretty singing voice. <laughs> but it's gotten to the point where we know who's singing what in duets. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm always <laughs> Dr. Pomander, and I love it. Uh, it works. It works for us. <laughs> but going into that, so we've been listening to the the album for a while. We sing it together when we see shows. Yeah. We won't even listen. We, 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 we neglected to get the first song's lyrics right. Uh, so um, I'm a TikTok user. And I wanted to record, someone had put out, I forget who it was, it might have been Tyler Kappa. Yeah, it was Tyler Kappa. He is a music director in New York City, friends with Zach Atkins. Um, <laughs> um, he had put out What Baking Can Do, and he was like, it, here we go, not What Baking Can Do, um, What's Inside. And I was like, okay, cool, Like I'm going to record it. This is going to make me TikTok famous. 
And I kept being like, I kept recording it. And I was like, I just don't sound right. Like I'm doing something wrong because I had no background vocals. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm saying a lyric wrong. Like, let's go look at the lyrics. Y'all, I looked at the, not the libretto, the like music book that they put out for people to buy. And um, the lyrics in What's Inside are not simple question. So then what's inside? It is, and I'm so embarrassed that I didn't know this. <laughs> Jenna sings, simple question. So then what's the answer? And the reason I didn't know that is because I've always been focused on the harmonies on the what's in the ensemble. Yeah, the ensemble who are a reason that this show is so successful. Oh, but, again, thank you, Diane Paulus, for those yes. nine minute character presentation. Yes, thank you. It really helped. It really helped. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so Jenna sings simple question. So then what's the answer? At the same, she sings, what's the answer is the same time as the ensemble sings what's inside. So yeah, I got the lyrics wrong for forever. And it's really embarrassing because I will belt them out wrong. And then I told Megan and Megan was shook. I was like, I, there's no way not, I, I, I could not screen share and show her yeah. the music and be like, look, it says it right there. And the worst part about this is my sister's also a huge waitress fan. Um, and I like knock on the door. I was like, I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. And she's like, what? It's like, okay. And I like set up like, okay, at the end of what's inside, what does Jenna say? Does she sing what's inside or what's the answer? And Lynn said, it's what's the answer. And I was like, What? <laughs> You knew that, and you didn't tell me. She's like, "Yeah, everybody knew that." We did not, not know us, that. Molly. We were also as you were explaining, like the story of us literally not hearing lyrics correctly. It made me think more about how much of a genius Sarah Bareilles is by not only harmonizing those lyrics with the ensemble together, uh-huh. but that's. With the theme of waitress, it it tells so much because she she's wanting to know like what's the answer, what she's looking for, and it's the ensemble giving her the answer. It's like it's what's inside. Uh Oh my god, beautiful and genius, so deep. I love this. (laughs) I love this show so much. But so I wrote down. I have like the list of the songs, and then like a comment or two, and. For what's right. inside, I also have that it like sets the tone for the whole show because immediately right. in what's inside, it goes, Hi, this is a story about Jenna and she's trying to figure out her life right now. Um, um, and as the viewer, you don't yeah. know what it is yeah. she's trying to figure you, out. You have no idea what she's trying to figure out. She's trying to figure, like, she's sitting here singing about sugar, butter, and flour. Like, is it just the pie? No, Sarah is. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's singing it. No matter where you're singing it, Sarah's singing the back. Side note, back. it's Sarah Brella singing that um, <laughs> track. Um, 
but then, especially in the lyrics, it's also like, why is she bringing up her mother? Oh, now we have to figure out why she's talking about her mother. We'll get that right. in the show. And then when the ensemble comes in for all the what's inside, it just show like, to me, as you just said, the ensemble's giving her the answer. It's about what's inside. It's also showing that, to me, I think it's showing how important the ensemble is going to be to the show, which inevitably, without them, we wouldn't have majority of the show because their ensemble as I mentioned before is like handing Jenna things and she's in her mind baking a pie or they're helping pass props around or they're being diner guests or they're being this 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 and that without that ensemble you do not yeah they have they play other minor roles yeah I completely can we also what I also love a whole lot about the show and this was probably done during tech is the first piano note keys that you hit is when the spotlight hits Jenna yes yep and that's okay so (laughs) usually I'm able to hold it in (laughs) when I walk into the theater (laughs) there are two times I was not able to do that and that was when I saw it in Dayton and then when I saw it with Sarah Bareilles it was like it was like when you walked in to see Hamilton Hamilton, you're like and I started crying that yeah I have that photo it's it's very (laughs) I love that photo um but usually at that point is when I'm like oh my god it's starting I like it's just so brilliant and then it leads straight into opening up uh which is beautiful that is that seamless transition the, this entire show is, it should be renamed Props on Props the Musical with Seamless Transitions. Uh-huh. I because agree. the transitioning is amazing. So crisp. It's so, so easy. easy. Like, it's it's not easy, but they made it look they make really it look easy. easy. And then you're like, wait, is there a way that I would actually be able to get that coffee pot from that direction? <laughs> um, Side note to that, too. <laughs> Apparently during tech, um, the the main characters, so like Jenna and Don and Becky, whoever were playing them at that time, was obviously um, Jesse Mueller and Kiala Settlin, who opened up as Kamiko Glenn. They would have to go up to like the um, ensemble and be like, I love you. You're doing a wonderful job. But can you turn that coffee pot 15 degrees so I can grab it correctly? Like, Yep. Especially again, props on props the musical, but also opening up like that's the one song. I like it because like, it's when I wake up in the morning. Yes, when it's it's an intro into Becky, John, Don, and Jenna. Like they both sing little blurbs. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna obviously sings more than the others, Should but it's really of... sorry. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. It's just you, the kind of people that they all are. It shows yeah, you what yeah. the majority of the setting is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it is showing you, I already said that kind of people, because it shows like Cal's personality. It shows Dawn's. It shows Becky. It shows Jenna. Um, and then also you see the band on stage. You see the band too. on stage, which is beautiful placement. I absolutely oh. love it. So beautiful. And the band dresses up like <laughs> some of the ensemble characters. Uh-huh. Like you would never, I love never it. know. 
I love it. Except for that, you know, the headset that Nadia yeah. DiGelinardo. Which, which you need, so it's it's understandable. Yeah. I accept it. That's out of a handful of musical theater songs that I will listen to when I wake up and I'm getting ready. Yes. Oh, I love that song. Opening up. And there's subtle differences between the one that Sarah recorded on her album and this one. Yes. Yes. Like, there's a few, I, I don't it's know them off the top things. of my head. Yeah, it's it's a lyrical change, not the medley or medley or... Yes. Not, um, yeah. And then, <laughs> I love how cheeky the next song is. Like The negative! The, just the line, focus on the negative, <laughs> is truly, not like, what people do. the funniest, is not what... <laughs> Yeah, like oh, any, you, any, you should not focus anything on else. Like right, except this in this moment, except for a pregnancy test where she wants a negative. Yes. Uh, um, and then what is? Hold on. But that I love that one because yes, like you said, it's cheeky. It is. Um, I I wrote that as hilarious. I love that it's show, it's showing the like quirkiness of all of them of Dawn, of Dawn? especially <laughs> oh that little red dress the way it sparkles looks like a oh, skating outfit like girl, oh, stay with us though. stay with us and then she reads the pregnancy test directions in Spanish Spanish without thinking like what um. I've, it's wild. It's a wild ride. I also think it is beautiful. I, I've always meant to like look at the time and be like, is it the same amount of time as you should wait? Like when you take a pregnancy test? <gasps> like I, I want to look that up, but that's for a later. I'll look that up on my own. See what happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you on next later. <laughs> next podcast. <laughs> we'll be part of our intro. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I also like how this song is cheeky, too, because as Becky's about to drop the F-bomb, Jenna says, funny. Uh-huh. So Becky goes, fuh, and then Jenna goes, funny, hell, blah, 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 blah. Um, I thought that was pretty brilliant. I love it. What? I love when songs do yeah. that. Agreed. Um. Um. I love that they actually, like, said it in a bathroom. And she goes and takes the test. <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> Again, I love waitress. I, I'm full of facts about waitress. <laughs> there was one show where there wasn't a pregnancy test in one of the boxes. So Jessie had to hold her hands up together and pretend that she had a pregnancy test like this. Yep. <laughs> uh, misplaced props, man. Oh, man. Uh, what baking can do. Um, this is my our number two song. It's I love it. It's a really good. That's a song. This is specifically a song that when I'm in bad mood, I can listen to it. It makes me in a good mood. Um, I what I, I, I really find that baking helps. Like I love to bake, and like today I was bored, so I baked. Yes, I, like I, I, baking can do a lot for people. It, it can help you distress. I also love you can make it work, it. make it <laughs> make easy, it easy. <laughs> make it clever, make it clever, <laughs> it into pieces, <laughs> little pieces. Um, what, um, 
what I would be really interested in, and if anyone has the skills to do this, hit me up. I really want to see the layover of Sarah Song door number three mixed into what Bacon can do at certain spots. Wouldn't that be a cool song to hear? Yes, I would love it. But I mean, I get it. Like they don't, the themes don't really match up. Um, yeah. And the reason, I mean, we can talk about this now, I guess. And we already touched upon it, but they replaced door number three at ART with what Bacon can do. And the reason they did that was because door number three highlighted Jenna being in a rut and saying, I'm stuck in life. And they wanted more or less to take the focus off of that. (laughs) You okay over there? Something played music and I didn't want it to. technology problems um and so they used what bacon can do to highlight who jenna is as a person rather than who she is based on her circumstances yes yes i i love it yeah i love it um well and what i didn't it took me forever to realize this and it's probably because of where i sat and I was probably just being, I was too focused on Jenna, but in the middle of the song when she's singing about her mom, you see two of the ensemble mm-hmm. characters, one of them being um, Molly Hager, mm-hmm. love you, um, who plays Jenna's mom, and then one of the male ensemble characters plays Jenna's dad, and you see kind of the root of like her home life is growing up, living in an abusive household. Mm-hmm. Which is then what she is in now. Right. I mean, it's, which is really, it's super sad. It's, yeah. I mean, that's real life. Like, we're not, it's the one thing I do like about this musical is like they're not pretending like these things don't happen. Mm-hmm. They show But they're also, yeah. And they're also portraying it in a way that is respectful and not, um, how do I want to say this? I, I feel like it, to me, it shows it's not playing it as a joke you know yeah and they're showing what is without being like not exactly overstepping a line not understepping it it's like yes not understepping it that's happening it happens in families kids grow up with it it's really unfortunate, which then ends up playing into more of Jenna's story even more. Right. I really like they like that's that was what I was looking for. It's like they didn't underplay it because that's like the two things I find with musicals is either they overplay it or they underplay it. And you know, again, I'm not was never part of the team that created Waitress, so I am, cannot say for certain this was their intention. But being a part of an all female team creating the show I would have to imagine they had a lot of conversations about how they wanted to portray mm-hmm. this 100%. Um, and you know unfortunately it's women get abused so like I'm not saying women know better than men but I don't know it just it feels different coming from an all women's team yeah I agree I love that song so much. Right? I love it. Um, Club Knock 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 Knock. Who's there? Who's there? Um, I just want to put up, put put this out here. Start with, 
Um, it is known that Sarah Bareilles came up with the song and gave it to um, three ladies in the ensemble and said, hi, Aisha Jackson. Uh, Stephanie Torrance and Molly Hager. And said, hi, ladies, uh, go learn this song. You're doing it tonight. So uh, they practiced it all day and made those perfect harmonies amazing. Like when you listen to it, it sounds like those harmonies are locked. It sounds easy. It's not easy. No, like, it's it's the tightest quartet I've it's ever beautiful. heard. Ever. Like, holy. It's beautiful. I, and I'm so happy that they put that song in instead of the scene that they had at art because the scene at art made no sense to me. And at least this. It was also too long, too. Yeah. Like, it was, it just took up space. And Club Knocked Up is like a short little thing, helps move the show along. And it, I think it is so fun. Like, <laughs> I never skipped Club this song. Knocked I'm like, up, and it's like you're knocking on the door, and it's like, <laughs> I'm knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it also, like, it warms, um, it like makes the mood not so sad for Jenna to go in and be like, I'm right. Pregnant. It's like, oh, let's be a little more lighthearted about the situation. People get pregnant. <laughs> also, they, they buried a Adrian Shelley line with um, Precious Parasite. That's an Adrian Shelley line. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, and so so is the line about like it could be an alien. There's yes. <laughs> also an Adrian Shelley line, like I'll I'll drop off the movie and book to you whenever. But I I promise you, like when you watch it, you're gonna be texting me like that's an Adrian line. Oh. That's an Adrian line. I like I, I. But then I like I it's good that they kept their it. source material. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like they they definitely did it justice. Good. Okay. Any more comments on that song? Um, no, it is, again, I love it, and then it goes right into a perfect little song for a scene change, Yes, and that's Pomander Pie. I do have to say, I also like the fact that this musical is goes, hi, on our album, you may have our scene change music. There's only one song that isn't on the album that's in the show. And that's um, when oh. Jenna is. It is what's it, what's it called? It's a it's a reprise of a song. Hold on, but it's it's when Jenna's um, in the hospital and she's saying, "I don't want no baby Earl." Um, it's I don't know if it's sung live um, or if it's a track. It's probably a track. I mean, but it, Sugar Butter Flowers um, played on a track in the background a lot oh, yeah. of the scenes. Which I love that that's like the running thought in Jenna's head. I just <laughs> Side it. note, sugar doesn't go in pie crust, it's salt. <laughs> um, so, yes, but I also want to say, as somebody who baked two things today, I baked a coconut cream pie, um, which is crust. But, what, what pie was it? Uh, what was it called? Uh, old joe's coconut cream pie uh well maybe i think it was like a little slice of heaven old joe's little slice of heaven. yeah just slice of heaven, heaven pie. pie yeah um but i also made lemon bars today and like the the bottom of the lemon bar i was like 
that was sugar, butter, and flour. So, of course, I sang it as I made it. But I was also disappointed because so that pie recipe is from the Waitress Cookbook. Um, well, pie book to be exact. And I have to say I was disappointed that I made the crust for that with vanilla wafers and butter. I didn't even use sugar, butter, and flour. So there's with that book, there's a lot of different um, pies oh, that yeah. aren't in the musical. Oh, yeah. I know that. But I, I just think that's funny. I was like, this is false advertising. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but Pomodoro Pie, that mu- transition music is beautiful. The clapping, I can, like. Beautiful. Thank you, Ensemble. Yes. Like, this is a show your Ensemble better be paying attention. <laughs> like, you have necessary clapping. Sorry. Um. I love the ensemble so much. So much. <laughs> All right. So um, after. When he sees me, I like him and he no. knows it. This is a great song and a great character song, too. Oh, such a good character song. There are so many. There's so much acting you can do in this song. I love it. I think it. Out of all the songs in this show, I think, as I said in the Wicked Pod, this is a relatable song because who hasn't been in that spot? I mean, I guess it's different, but like today's day and age of online dating, especially, it's like, <gasps> what if they really don't actually like me? What if, what if this happens? Or what if I realize I don't like that? And I know like for me, I'm somebody that I always am like, what if they don't actually like me? They just... They're like this, and I am a very particular person. I'm like, well, what if I they do this, and I don't like that. And I, I, I can also say that dating is just not my forte. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it's just relatable on that level. And I also you, sometimes think that I'm a psychopath, just like Dawn is, because the things that she say, I'm like, that is something that would bother me though. Like, if you eat an Oreo cookie but you don't eat the cream in the middle, are you okay? No. No. Psycho. I also want to say that I think that this song is probably the hardest song to perform in the show because Don is literally running across stage the entire time. And musically, it's a nightmare. It's very easy to get very pitchy on this song. So easy. Yes. It's it's (laughs) I mean, did you you listen to the... um, Caitlin Houlihan podcast with guys who like musicals? Not yet. I did not. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it because I listened to it yesterday. Okay. It's very good. I recommend. Okay, good. Um, and then we can talk later after about it. But when Caitlin was doing it, um, apparently Sarah Brooks <laughs> apologized to her about this song because she's like, I didn't know. <laughs> but it's I beautiful. did not like, know. It's a great song. It is. But, but I- doing it in a theater setting versus singing it on stage is very different. Well, yes. Especially when it's staged. I also think the way that it's staged is brilliant because Dawn is constantly moving, which is showing you yeah. how much she's in her head about this idea. Right. It, oh, no, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Diane Paulus. Yes. Yes. Unless and who is the... That, um, 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 but I would say that there's limited choreography and that's so Diane staged that song. <laughs> Again, anyone in Waitress... We thank, we thank you. you. We thank you very much. 
Um, I I mean, yeah, I relate to the song a whole lot. I mean, when we sing it in the car, it's like both of us just trying to build up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's the most relatable common thread. I mean, and I, it's something that everyone has like dealt with because like. It's all- listening to a lot of the waitress songs. You're like, Sarah is definitely like, she's not, she's writing from experience. She's not writing from, oh, like, yeah. Thinking about and- it. She's able to formulate a thought about it and write about and it. And as I, as I said in the Wicked Pod about that, like, I'm not that girl where you could, it could be any part of life. It doesn't have to just be love. When he sees me, it could also be about other parts of life too, because you're like, going to a job interview. What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? Yeah. Getting a dog. What if this happens? What if this happens? Blah, 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 blah. It's, it's the love song to people who overthink. Yes, and I love it. Thank you, Sarah Bareilles. Thank you. We, we, we bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it only takes a taste. Love it. Another. Oh, my God. I think it's, I think it's hilarious because it's being like, oh, wow, Dr. Pometer, um, you're she, you're she's making you nervous man wow okay and there's like that little flirtation just one bite caused all oh beautiful and then the way that, and that, the way that, that drum beat afterwards it only takes a day i love it absolutely love it and it it transitions right into the it transitions like at the end of it only takes the taste it transitions into the net. Oh, my. Right? But, like, but also, like, there's still a scene that happens before that song. Right. But it's still so beautifully done. So beautifully done. I, and I, like, love and I hate this next song. Mainly, I hate it because it's sung by Earl. But. But it, I mean. It's, like, it's something, I guess. It's neat. I feel like as much as I don't want Earl to have a song, it's needed for him to have one. Because as Ben Thompson said in his podcast, if guys are like musicals, um, it's showing like Earl is showing his love in the only way that he knows how. He's loving her in the right. only way he knows how, which is sad. Right. But I well, also, and it, it like this, this it's this song. Right. It's like, it's heartbroken, I, but it's also like a cute song. Right. Well, yeah, and that's the thing about it is like, you know, there's it's the phrase of like, people who hurt hurt. Mm-hmm. People who are hurt hurt. Um, no, hurt people. Whatever yeah, you know. People what I'm who saying. are hurt, um, hurt other people. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and so it just sort of like highlights that point of like, you know, Earl isn't bad just because he's bad. Um, he's bad because of reasons that have happened to him in his life and he's navigating his life the way he believes is right and is best and like yeah the choices he make are abysmal and he does abuse his wife but it like showcases like the gray area of how he got to that point and how he thinks um of what love should be and what is and Mm -hmm. I don't know like it's sort of like creepy in the sense of the song's possessive but that's the way that earl sees love yeah so it i mean it 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 truly shows who earl is as a person definitely oh and just the way he's like and he's like what is it baby 
And then Jenna comes in till Sunday. I just love it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I think it's it's beautifully written. So much better than spelling out "Please have sex with me." Yeah. And then each time I've seen it, the delivery of the line of "What was it, baby?" has changed, oh. which is really interesting. Yeah. How have you seen so it? when I saw it when I saw it on tour with Christine Dwyer. Um, the actor that played Earl made a little bit of a more of a choice to be more of like not showcase more physicality, mm-hmm. but give underlining hints of being a little bit more physically abusive by pushing the line of "What was it, baby?" Oh, like sort of uh-huh. yelling at her, um, opposed to where I saw it with Ben Thompson, is he said it like a little bit more softer. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I guess, the interesting part of, like, as an actor choosing lyrics um, and how you say them impacts the showcase of the character. Yeah. I would love to see it different, done differently. Okay. A Soft Place to Land. Harmonies. Ooh, beautiful. Lyrics. So good. Oh, love it. I would like a dream of a soft place to land all the time. And then it also gives us more of Jenna's backstory, backstory, which it's so sad. And it's beautiful, especially because this is um, the way that where this show, this comes in the show is them getting Dawn ready for the date. And it's like, wow, these three friends coming together, dreaming about speaking, singing and speak singing this song together while baking a pie together that Dawn's mm-hmm. gonna take on her date and then like boosting it's like boosting Dawn up and not like a yeah girl you go get it right but like, well, that's like, be like we all know where you are we've all been there mm-hmm. and get you And I think that's, like, the whole point of this song is, you know, the story isn't just about Jenna's journey and the choices she makes. It's the choice of, of everyone in Jenna's world that make choices. Mm-hmm. And so this piece, this song in particular, um, showcases, even though people make different choices or are on different roads, the friendship that people have between one another is important. and you know, it's, you know, how much you let people know or you don't know. Um, I mean, it's, God, it's such a good song. It's beautiful. I, th- I have to say, this is probably, I believe when I saw it, I saw Place to Land was the first time I cried. Because nothing up until then, I think when I heard What Baking Can Do, I was shocked. Because I was like, wait, right. this is in door number three. What? Um, <laughs> what, what? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, Am I in Waitress? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, from that, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. I think A Soft Place to Land played, and I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And I know I cried. And it's, a be- it's, what, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. What, again, 
like each character comes as they are and you get to see that and with the line um nothing I can feel nothing that I can have nothing I can hold dreams come and they go each person is speaking to I guess their dream and then saying like they come and they go and you kind of have to work with what you have mm-hmm. I mean I'm not surprised based on the caliber of material Sarah Bareilles is able to write that the show turned out the way that it is because she is a really insightful writer um especially with her new album check it out uh but I don't know like this is just next level stuff like I it's hard for me to explain why I love it so much. No, right? Because it's it's so hard, and I don't like I don't have a lot of backstory or experience in like musical theory, and I would assume there would be a little bit of like meaning in that as well. But mm-hmm. the words it's so good. It's just it's like holy cow! Like, lady, you deserve the world because I I. I can't. Also, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful show all over. Revive waitress. Revive you waitress. Um, and what I love again, shows are known to do this. They they have sort of a more heartfelt, sad song, and then right after that, they'll have a funny song. Yeah, and that's, and that's again what we have here with "Never Ever Getting Rid of Me," um, which is hilarious. So it's so funny, and it. It's our first, um... It's our introduction, introduction to, Ogie. to Ogie. And he just comes right in and... <laughs> he's the comic relief of the show. Yeah. Like, he's... There's, like... The show deals with a lot of choices in adult material. But Ogie is the comic relief of the show. And, like, again, shows us that, like, bad stuff happens with funny stuff. With the good stuff, you just might as well, like, get used mm-hmm. to it together. And I just... Like, he's so in love with Dawn already. And yeah. they only had a one date. But like, I did like a lot. Just as weird as she is. She is. And he's. I love that he. I like to think he knows he's weird and just doesn't care. He knows it. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. And it shows through this song because he's like, um, I thought it was hilarious to call a cat a cat. To name a cat a cat a fish. Beautiful. I'm going to tell you this weird thing. And then, like, um, we're going to have a family history test. Like, (laughs) I mean, I know that's what people say, like, joke about, like, oh, you're going to meet these people. You'll have a name Mm -hmm. test at the end. But (laughs) I feel like Ogie's family would actually have one. (laughs) I love it. It's, it's, it's a fun, it's a lighthearted song, but it's also like, yeah, Don definitely has a guy now. Like, you right. don't have to worry about that. Don is she's gonna be taken care of, and she's gonna be taken care of real good. She might not want to be, as she shows throughout this. Well, that, I mean, that also just speaks to her, like not like again being in her own head, saying like, "But what if? What if? What if? What mm-hmm. if?" Not being. Um, what I like about this in particular, and this is the change like they chose to make in the musical versus the movie. In the movie, 
Ogi was a little bit not weirder, but they didn't give him his quirky a lot of his quirky characteristics like they do in Never Ever Getting Rid of Me. Mm. Um, so like yeah, he was he still has a lot of the same character background, um, but in the movie it felt a little pushy about him wanting to be with Don, mm. and I like in the musical it's just like. It doesn't feel like he's being pushy. He's like, yep, this is who I am. I like you. I think you like me. And you're never getting rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, well, so I mean, part of that, it can look bad that he's like, you're never getting rid of me. But I think the way he does it, we all know it's for, it's, it's going to be a good thing for Don. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about him being an Earl. He's not right, because he <laughs> he gave his entire family was it medical and psychological history on that five minute date, yeah. and Becky says he's put it all on the table. Yeah. And, uh, he buys the whole diner pie. Like, I love it. Love to see it. We love to see it. Were you? I this was at the Aronoff with our Ogie, but. The day I saw it, he cartwheeled off stage. Yeah. I don't know if he did it when you mm-hmm. were there. That's the only time I've seen him cartwheel off stage. All the other Ogies did it, and I thought... And I think, especially with a, a role like Ogie, I feel like each actor can totally change him Yeah, to be whatever like they want. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got we, some restrictions, but it's like, you can cartwheel off, do it. Because Ogie is... Yeah extra well we also like talked about this like there's certain roles that are written for certain people mm-hmm. this if you know anything about christopher fitzgerald this is a role written for him like the mans love him but <laughs> he's a weirdo mm-hmm. <laughs> he this role is him he's he is ogie like holy which cow. i'm not surprised because he was somebody that did the majority of the readings in workshops yeah which I think is so yeah. interesting. Like, I want to know why he wasn't in the art production. I'm assuming it's a, it was a scheduling thing, but who knows? Yeah. Well, and he also has kids, so like, you just you just don't know. Maybe he wasn't available. Oh, he may have do, been doing marvelous Mrs. Maisel because he's oh, in a bit of season two. That's true. I didn't think about that. Again, actually, I think. I think that may have came out after Waitress came out. Yeah, I think that was afterwards. But who knows? But Either way, he booked it. Filming. That's the thing. Yeah. It really depends. This is also um, true. All right. Who knows? Next song. I had a bad idea. Bad idea. Beautiful, okay. hilarious. Ab- <laughs> the staging of this number, amazing. Like, let's have sex in the doctor's office. <laughs> Again, I've written to Sarah and said, you can't do that. <laughs> I watched this movie, Lynn and I watched it with my brother and sister-in-law, and my sister-in-law is a doctor. And afterwards, she's like, I liked it. But you can't do that. No, you can't. That was a secret. <laughs> but what's funny is, again, Sarah did pull a lot from the movie, and... um there is a line in the movie. There's two lines. The whole thing about I can't ha- have coffee. It's on the bad food list you gave me. It's from the movie. Mm-hmm. 
And then right after that, um, Carrie Russell, who plays Jenna, um, says, um, it's a bad idea. And then my mind instantly started playing that song. Oh, I love so that. Like, that's beautiful. Is, that's brilliant. Like, again, you're going to text me and go, oh, my God, no. Wait, what? <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. So, like, it, like using word, I mean, everyone does this when they move the musical, but I, it just feels so much more special when it comes from Waitress. Like, putting a song there is so good. Yeah. I think I also the staging is really funny too. Yes, the staging is absolutely hilarious, especially when she she leaves and then she comes back with a different pie, and, and a dark dark yeah. chocolate pie, and that that's mm, a dark dark yep. chocolate pie, and then they do it in the dark, <laughs> like okay, and then pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's so fun. I want to know. I want to know how long it takes. Is it in this one or the reprise where she takes his coat and puts it on? I want to say it's this the is reprise because the reprise, the reprise isn't. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, that has um, the costumes with Dawn and um, Elise. Yes, because so I'm say in the, this one, yes, because in this one he throws it across the room. As he's trying to get yes. it off. He, like, rips it off. Yes. Yes. It's, I would have to say, though. It's great. And I'm wildly uncomfortable watching this with my mom. <laughs> oh, I bet. I couldn't even but imagine. Was, I, I, like, I was very was, thankful I was seeing this musical alone. My mom and I were both shook because, like, when we both saw it, um, like, and you, you probably experienced this, too. There was an audible, ooh. Yes. And <laughs> that idea uh-huh yep and also what a great act one close they're like right fun and then it's like oh no what is act two bringing us okay is there anything else um you have for bad idea no i'm good cool so act two again um starts off with adding and planning becky I love this song for two, one reason, two reasons. Um, one of them being, you know, Jenna just, you know, started an affair with her doctor mm-hmm. and then walks in on Becky and Cal and then... Like, shuns them. Yeah, says, you can't do that, Cal's married. <laughs> and so is, so is Becky. Yeah. And then, but they're both... Yeah. And Jenna goes, I mean, it, it, it just that. And then like, Becky, Becky goes... But what are you doing with your doctor? With that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it also, like, is an interesting part of, like, I've had conversations about this with my friend who saw it in New York, and she's like, well, they both did bad things. I'm like, yes. Ostensibly, yeah, it was bad. But they both lived in, mm-hmm. like, Becky and Cal were both in unhappy marriages. Mm-hmm. So, like. Well, so I would say what they did was morally bad. But yeah. when Becky talks about the relationship Finally she's being in, happy. and she's taking, like, her husband is not able to take care of himself. Right. She's take, she loves, she still loves him and able to take care of him, but she still wants a part of her yes. life so, uh, that she can have with Cal. It's one of those, like, I hate what you're doing, but also good for you, girl. 
like right go ahead um right well yeah and it's like again and because we don't really know their spouses right cal could be in an open rela- open relationship I, I think the line goes cal's <laughs> wife is gay no she's not well she could be <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it just it just shows life is hard, man, and people don't make choices to make choices. They make them for a specific reason, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. And it's like a cool, like, yeah, friends fight. Mm-hmm. And this is like Becky saying, like, hold on, pump the brakes, sis. Yep. It's like a check yourself. Because yeah. if you start this fight... What's going to happen? You will not win. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, like, the one thing I like is, like, with friendships, you can fight about things. You and I fight about stuff. Yeah. Exactly. It happens. Mainly musical stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, like, at the end of the day, it's like, well, I still like you, but I don't agree with you. Yes. <laughs> Shoshana Bean. And this is, like, this is, yeah. And that's some of the Also... And so Kiara was settled. Like, what a... Beautiful. I And you know mm-hmm. what I hate is that so many people are like, oh my gosh, she's from The Greatest Showman. I want to be like, no, she is from Waitress, and Waitress is Hairspray. amazing for her. She was in Hairspray. She was in Les Mis. She was in Waitress. She was in a bunch of other... And people stuff. give her The Greatest Showman. Makes me so upset. I'm like, mm-mm. Like, good for her for being in a movie, but mm-mm. Right. And, like, the song she sang in Grace went great, but not as good as I didn't plan it. Just saying. <laughs> I have yet to see Grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's a handful of, like, music, movie musicals that I haven't I seen just because. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it after the pod, but I'm just saying, like, there's just a handful of movie musicals that I'll be like, yeah, I haven't seen it. And people will be like, what? Yeah, that's. I don't okay. know. I mean, it's I, fine. Yeah. Um, bad idea or reprise? Hilarious. This is everyone's I... having sex. Can you imagine staging this? Hilarious. <laughs> <With like... laughs> I forget the characters that Ogie and Donna dress up like, but like Ogie Ogie is Paul Revere and um, 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 um and Don- um, is, Be- is she Betsy Ross? Yes, that seems right. It's hilarious. Yes. I mean, I did not lose it until um, when the spotlight came on them and Ogie just falls out. Right. I love it. It's hilarious. And I think it's so fun because then you're like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, Dawn, thank you. I'm so happy to get it. And then we're also seeing Cal and. Becky. Becky together, and of course, you're seeing Jenna. And I think it's such so a such positive musical his too. Name is Jim. Because like he's just he's Doctor Palmer. I'm sorry, you're not a Jim. Nope, bad name for you. No. Yeah, because at the beginning he's like, "Come oh, again, Jim." Like, Jenna's like no. Doctor Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, no. He's not, he's just, and he's also like I don't know. I guess 
because I haven't seen any of like the guys that have played Dr. Pomander like don't come across as being someone named Jim. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Can you imagine Gavin Krill being named Jim? No. I would. I think I would cackle at hearing him. Say, you can call me Jim. I, James, Jim for sure. I'd, I'd cackle. I would so cackle. Um. Uh, you matter to me. Um, so I could find the whole meaning of life in those sad eyes is an Adrian Shelley line. It is? Oh, it but, is. okay. Then I'll give credit to her because I love that line. I really love this. I love this whole song. And so is the part about, um, like, dear baby, I hope someone holds you for, Perhaps like, 20 minutes straight. Um, Sarah adds on to a little bit, but throughout the movie, at least, Jenna writes four letters to five, five letters to her baby. Mm -hmm. And like, there's pieces of that that come into yeah, you okay. to me. And I'm, I'm assuming the other times that Jenna starts to like write one. Because the, the reason that she does is because Dawn and Becky gave her a book. Right. So, but in the musical, she only writes in it twice. I think, well, only those, the two official times, which were on one, but there are other times right. that she'll, like, start it and be like, never mind. If I'm remembering correctly, I swear. Hmm. I swear that she would, like, start it and then be like, realize she wasn't doing it, and then that's when she would bake a pie. I could be wrong. I also haven't seen this since 2008. 18. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 2008 okay Molly and I watched the bootleg but I forget but anyways I love you matter to me it's it's beautiful so good I, I need to marry somebody that I mean it was it both it. on our <laughs> it was on our list of um like songs you want played at your oh, wedding. So yeah, like, I like I would like just take the music. I don't need the words really. I don't need it. I would just dance to the music. I think it's beautiful. Right. Do you ever need a good cry? Full, full stop. <laughs> For um, I if they had this song on Instagram, I would have played it as a song I want at my wedding. Is I would love to have I love you like a table no, oh, <laughs> that's, that's for, and that's the next song and that it's for the a, next I, song it's I think that's hilarious it's hilarious but beautiful and so smart and clever is that from the movie Just at all like the part um about being a poem writer is correct the in the movie it was also in the diner because okay. um, I love that it starts off as just Ogie, and then Dawn starts singing with him. It's yeah. beautiful. Speaking of the ensemble, um, the drum line. Uh huh. Holy cow! Mm -hmm. <laughs> ah. Ah, they get on a table. I love. I I love I you mean, like a table. Like weird. It, it, it's okay. it's so weird and like so creative and like that to me yeah. like that is some real love when someone can look at you and be like I love you like a table here's why 
And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. And it makes sense. And and you're like, I can't wait till I feel that kind of love. That's great. I want someone to love me like a table. Molly, I love you like a table. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I love you like a table, too. Like, uh, it's, I don't know. It's brilliant. It's, I love this show so much. It's so smart. I love, what I love about it, too, is at the end of that song, like, buttons up to what if he sees, uh, when he sees Mm -hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, it's the end of that song because the end of the lyrics is um, I promise to do the best I can, say I do, and then when I see you, I want to again or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it even musically sounds like it's, it's the lyrics of yeah. Uh, she's so smart. Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles, do yourself a pat on the back on that and one. And I'm so sorry you opened up the same year as Hamilton or else you probably would have won. I yeah, I still te- I text Molly like incrementally like waitress should have gotten a Tony and Molly keeps responding in what category and you're not wrong, but it deserves a Tony. Oh yeah, I, and I agree. I just think with the year that it was in, it would have been really hard, really really hard. I'm also a Hamilton stan, so you're a hardcore Hamilton. Stan. And the reason that I didn't listen to waitress. Until I saw Waitress, just because I only listened to Hamilton that year. Yep. And that's the tea, sis. Yep. <laughs> All right, so... Take it from an old man. That song, surprisingly, also made me cry. Apparently. <laughs> Jesse Mueller had to rein it in, because she would cry on Joe's shoulder. Yeah, I mean, especially... I agree. If, if I... I always think if I were Jenna, I probably would be the person that cried through the show. One, like, yeah. dream. But also, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot to learn in this show, even if you're not Jenna. And right. I feel like it would hit me. Like, it would be, like, a different part every night. It would hit me differently. And then I probably would get to this. I like. I, I also really love old people. And, like, I love my grandpa and my grandma. So right. I probably would, like, picture my grandpa singing this to me and then I'd probably lose it my the friend who I saw it with with um when we saw it with Allison Love she told me she can she always has to skip this song because it reminds her too much of her grandpa and I'm like that's fair yeah I just it's it's cute and it's like wow Joe has a heart whereas with the times that we've seen him and that's so old people. Oh, yeah. Like, so 100%. they'll do that to you. And I'll also be like, I love you so much. And you're like, yes, yeah. I love you too. <laughs> I I completely agree. And, and, and like, Joe's got her back. And like, especially when he sings this song, like, you know, he's got her back. Right. And the fact, like, this song is important for the show. And I guess in the movie too. Um, in the movie, you don't. There's not a song like this. It's basically Joe telling her like, "You need to do the pie contest because you're good." Mm-hmm. And again, she's surprised about it. She's like, "Cause all she's heard was Earl saying, no, you're not as good as you think you are,' and being constantly checked out, never thinking she's enough." Yeah. Um. So like, that's like the point of this song too. Is finally him telling her like, 
buddy, you can do this. I know you can. Like, take it from an old man. Like, you, you got this. Yeah. And, yeah. I love it. And the, I see something in you. Something you should be seeing, too. Like, come wreck me, Sarah Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and now we're gonna move on we're, we can just talk about these two together dear baby it should be one, one. she used to be mine it really should be especially the way before it seemed together on the soundtrack as well so i just don't as in the show yeah as, a, yeah. as in the show i don't um, get it well and i also just want to say that it was a it was really beautiful um that sarah Bareilles performed this on the Tony Awards and then Jesse Mueller took over. With, uh, also, let me understand because you had to do a costume change. <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it. it was I, like... I'm listening. And it... Oh, I love this song so much. <laughs> and, like... Like, this song... Before this song happens, a lot happened to Jenna between Take It From An Old Man and this. Yeah. Essentially, Earl finds out she's been stashing money all over the house to try and leave him. Well, to try and do the pie contest and then leave. Um, Which she lies and, out of her butt, and I'm like, yes, ma'am, you lie to this man. Do not mm-hmm. get um, not That came yeah, out wrong. She, yeah. Right. All right. Um, I don't mean you're well, going like, to get yourself hurt. But, but yeah. Well, she lies she to her. She lies to her. Like, that's, that's the thing. Um, because, you know, you've already seen Earl be a little physical with her and, yes. and she's very pregnant she has to lie like there's no other way around it um so she tells him i've been saving up the money to buy the baby a new crib or whatever um and then he goes off with her money and she's sort of left and this is the 11 o'clock hour song where she's brought like to a mirror and saying like oh my god this song's so good Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> let me get my thoughts together um and so this is one of the moments in the show where she starts to write to her baby because she's left all by herself and you know she's due soon Mm -hmm. and this is her reality she's forced to look at it and Um, she is she's putting it out there in the letter for the kid yeah like so not only that she's not being honest with herself because she always has been but this is the point in the show where you know, she's like, okay, this is the path I have to be on. This is what, I, what, like, not where I choose to be, but this is where I am, uh-huh. and be coming to terms with that. Um, and I don't know. I just know the dear baby letter from heart. It's like, dear baby, if you ever want the story of how I bought your crib, I'll tell you. Yeah, your crib's going to ball with the pie contest. <sighs> the pie contest, and it just like. It is the perfect, like, emotional setup to sing that song. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I might talk about Alma Cries, so I'm just not. I'm going to abstain from talking about that song. <laughs> I did, I'm I did to just cry. write my heart. So for Dear Baby, I wrote, heart starts breaking here. And then she used to be my, <laughs> can you, my heart hurts. Can you hear that? That's my heart right? breaking. Oh. And, like, again, just like a lot of the songs in here, she used to be mine is a song you can apply to different situations in your mm-hmm. life. It's a song about someone who like looks in the mirror and doesn't realize who she is anymore. But like 
is still refusing to give up. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I also have a mug that people question me about. So I have a ceramic mug that I drink my tea out of at a rock climbing gym that I work at. And on it, it says, she is messy, but she's kind. And everyone's, and it has a little pie um, on it. Like, everyone's like, what's, what, what? Yeah, they're like, what is that? And I'm like, <laughs> too much. <laughs> and one of my, yeah. And one of my bosses was like, what's, what's that? from and I was like it's from a musical like surprise <laughs> from my favorite musical and I'm just gonna say it it's this is my favorite 11 o'clock number uh mm, yes I know it's not your I know it's not your like absolute favorite but for me it's I would say it's up there it's I would say it's up, it's, a, it's up there for you yeah because I mean I love a good 11 o'clock number who doesn't I would say this is an 11 o'clock number for me that isn't like an up-tempo 11 o'clock number. Yeah. It's probably my favorite not. It's my favorite ballad 11 o'clock number. Yes. Since we've like, already discussed the pros and more. We have. <laughs> um, and that'll come up Yeah, again. we'll talk about that. Frozen <laughs> when we talk about Frozen. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I just can't it, like say enough about it. Yeah. And like, like it's, it's extremely profound. It's it's very profound. It is the first song that Sarah wrote when, before they even, um, before, I guess before everyone got together to agree to a musical, Sarah met with Diane, and Diane told her like, listen to, watch the movie. Don't worry about anything in the movie. Just see if you can connect with it, and like, see if you can write something and. She wrote this song and sent it to Diane, and that's when Diane was like, Diane yep, heard we got it a musical. Said, we are going to Broadway. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. I have to, I know I picked it as my number three. But, like, that's the first, That's this is the first song anyone ever heard going, well, I would, like, She Used to Be Mine was the first song I heard from the musical. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of people's intros, and they'll be like, and I know I've sang it or done it for friends. Like I sang it at a recital and I, I yeah. would sing it all the time. And people would always be like, wait, what is that? And I would tell them and they're like, oh, I have to go listen to it because I think it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a relatable, like heartfelt, deep song that any right. can and connect it's... to. A guy can connect to it. I get it that we're talking mm-hmm. about she's gone, but a guy can feel that way too. Right. This is beautiful. Like, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, it, we're not doing the song justice. Like, go if you haven't. I hope yeah. you've listened listen to the song. If you've if you're listening to that, um, we're not doing. But if you haven't, check it out, and you're welcome. It's not simple. I what got me. Allison Wolf crying singing it got me real good and it was oh, not okay. I sobbed throughout this song. Yeah, I tried to when I saw it the first time, I held it together because I was like, My mom's right next to me, this isn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> My eyes are leaking. Uh, it's- but when I saw it in New York, like first of all, I paid good money to see 
it real close. So, like, I saw everything, and I was undone. Yeah. It was... I, I mean, I would as well. Especially Sarah singing it, and then Allison Love singing it. And then, I mean, right after that song, I think also speaks to having an all-women team because I don't think this song would be in the musical um, after it at all, um, but the Contraction Ballet. Amazing. Beautiful. Uh, who knew Contraction? And it's not attracted. I, I wrote, who knew con- um, Contractions could be beautiful? <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> Well, apparently, and then it's done live every night. It's not a track. That's crazy. That's yeah. That is very crazy. I can't imagine. But, yeah, yeah, if it wasn't a female team, especially, like, Dan Paulus has kids. Right. I don't know. I don't know anything, really, about. Nadia has kids. Jesse um, Nelson. So, I don't know. But. That's crazy. I just want to, like. I want to be a fly on the wall and be able to go back in time and, like, watch the process of putting this musical together. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, the orchestrations, but I want to see everything. the tech, the light. Everything. The, yeah, the blocking. It's beautiful. Also, Contraction Ballet gives way to a great scene change. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally Jenna backing up, and then hospital screens come across, and a hospital bed comes out, and Beautiful. we're in a hospital, hospital. Um, She essentially sang herself into her water breaking, is uh-huh. what I take this oh, as. yes. Like, girl, you just sang it all out. Uh, and, like, especially in, in the real world, would we be singing right then? But we know how angry she is, and, like, how worked up it, she is, so it makes sense, like... Yep, your water just broke. Yeah, this like happened. of course you're having a kid. Yeah, yeah. And then um, this song isn't in um, the cast album because it's very quick and it's very short. And it's the "What's Inside" reprise that song yes. while she's standing on the bed that's being flipped around, saying, "I don't want no baby Earl." Yes, I forgot good song, about that. good placement. Um, and again. I think this song is the point at which she realizes, like, oh, like, the answer is what's inside me. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. Not just the kid, yeah. but, like, physically. Physically, physically have, what's yes. inside me, another kid, but, like, also I am who I am because yep. of other things, and I'm okay with that. And then she's like, uh oh, honey, you ain't touching this kid. You ain't touching me no more. Bye, Earl. But, <laughs> so, I have a funny story about this. When Lynn and I saw it in Dayton, there was a lady from the back that screamed yes when 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 she goes uh what, what was the lines um after she's like like i'll run you over if you come within like a foot of us or something like that that seems right I'll flatten you is what the line is. And, like, the lady from the back screams, yeah! Amen! I'm right there with her. Lynn and I looked at each other, and there's, like, a couple seconds where people started clapping. I feel like that happened in, when we saw it in Cincinnati, though. Probably. When did, I saw or at least I know I was like, oh. Yeah, yes, I mean, You say that. Yes. I agree. Um, 
Well, yeah, because that's when, after she has the kid, she's like, uh, hello, no, I'm not taking this anymore. Get out. Yeah. I also, um, I do have to say in this scene as well, it is to me, inter- like, it's interesting that we're meeting Dr. Pometer's wife, but I also think why yes. we're meeting her. And I think um, a lot I of that think... plays into Jenna making her a final decision. And it's like, no, I, 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 I just need to be with this baby on my own. I need to take care of the baby on my own. I don't need Dr. Yeah. Pometer. I don't need Earl. I can be me. I don't need to rely right. on a man. Right. Well, that's like the whole thing, too. Is like this whole musical is about choices. And she also realizes like, her choices have an impact on other people and while Dr. Palmer may not be like the happiest in his marriage, Francine is really happy and you know that's yeah the conversation that they have mm-hmm. to have. Um and so she's like, I'm not gonna be a home wrecker. I would like I a know. part two waitress though, and I would like to hear that conversation because Lord knows that she ain't staying with him. Like Fran I-, I mean I I, th- I guess that's just me speaking of I know people who have been cheated on by their husbands, but right. so I personally am like, if a man cheats, well, it's not just like, yeah, he well, was physical and cheating. He was emotionally cheating too. Yep. I mean, I got the idea of, not I got the idea of, but in the movie, in the musical, it kind of gives the hint of, um, I think Jenna says the line like let's bury it right here now and it's the idea of like what's done is done and we're gonna continue our lives without saying anything oh like maybe he doesn't know i don't know i I I personally couldn't live with something like that right but yeah all right everything changed changed. beautiful (gasps) yes you look in that baby's eyes and you sing your heart out can we talk about that costume change too though i don't they're dressers stars absolute stars. right i i love everything changes it's fun it's like oh i think this is the last song of the show surprise it ain't and that's like i feel like how it's written it's written to be here's the last song of the show and then it's not right because then it's the opening up finale well and like yeah and like this song's important too because everything does change it's not just that she had a kid mm-hmm. it's either is it during it's in the middle of the song in the show where you find out that joe left her the pie shop yes so i know like, she, has pie uh, she doesn't have she doesn't have to he win left the- earl she said goodbye to dr palmeter she has a baby she's making big um, moves her. Yes. Dawn and Ogie invited her to come live with them for a while because they got married. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So everything has changed. It's just crazy. And it's another life lesson that everything can change in the blink of an eye, in the birth of a baby. So good. And then the opening up, do you have anything else? My messy life comes in. Oh my god, come yes. into light. Yep. Mm, beautiful, lyrically pleasing. Like also, like just 
A plus. Come on. <laughs> a plus. She knows what she's like, doing. She knows. Like, like this podcast is just us saying waitress and like me sighing and you saying I, I love it. it and it's beautiful. That's been my lines this time around. Yeah. And opening up the opening up finale being like, "Hi, this is the second song you heard of the show." But now we're gonna put it at the end because they're opening up the new to a new day. Up in a new day. It's beautiful, and I love this. Is one of the bios of my Twitter handle is this isn't in the first opening up. It's only in the reprise. But learning to love what's on the inside, like excuse me. Mm-hmm. So good. Like Sarah Bareilles, thank you. Thank you very much. And it's a great pre- ending presentation because the all the ensembles back on stage, everyone's on stage. Um, Sarah's daughter, not Sarah's, <laughs> Jenna's daughter. Um, Lulu's there. Um, mm-hmm. and Joe's pie diner becomes Lulu's, which is adorable. <sighs> Love it. And, like, isn't it amazing what comes our way? And freaking Lulu just walks across the stage. Like, how brilliant is that? Mm -hmm. Like. Give that girl her equity card for walking on stage for three minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds great. It's really interesting. This is also, like, another tangent slash side note story. (laughs) The Lulu, um, who was in Cincinnati. Um, I see her parents with her at the theater a lot. Aww. <laughs> so it's really weird going up, like, like showing them to their seats. And, like, when Mean Girls was in town, um, they saw it. And they left um, to go to the bathroom. They only saw the first act because the mom was like, this is, she loves it, but, like, too late. Um, also, the second act sort of is inappropriate. But, um... And they were waiting for one of the songs to end. And I was wearing my waitress pin. And she kind of, like, pointed at it and was, like, whispering to her mom. And I, like, noticed I was, like, were you in waitress here? And it made her day. Aww. Yeah. Like. That's adorable. Yeah. And the only reason I knew that is I followed her mom on Instagram. I followed her since I saw waitress. Like I recognized her. You made that girl's day. God, she was so cute, and I was like, "Yeah, that's my favorite show." And what kills me too is, um, they—I guess they went to New York last summer, the summer before. Mm-hmm. And she spent the day with Desi. Like she spent a day with Desi, and I was like over here, like crying about it. Like, Let me cry. So this is so pure. It's fine. So, so pure. Cute. How cool, then, like, having your tour, like, your first memorable theater experience being Lulu and Waitress. so cool. Uh, and man, Desi having Desi Oakley as your mom, <laughs> like, come on. She had so many kids during her time. <laughs> but she loved them she all. She did love them all. I think it's so cute. I love Waitress. I love the show so much. Waitress, you need, need, you need to be revived, you cowards. And, uh, like... Or at least give me another. That was gonna sound mean. Never mind. Yeah, don't say it. I know what you're gonna say. Don't say it. <laughs> Please release the rights for um, small town theaters. 
so that I can be in it someday. Yeah. Because I'm ready. Lord so. knows I ain't going to go to New York to audition. Yeah. Hey, dream roll. Never give up. All right. Well, I would say that's the end for this it. podcast. Talk songs. This is three hours. This is longer than Wicked. <laughs> I told you, it's, it's she's turning into two podcasts. It's right. Right. Have a nice night, everyone. Have a good one. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a follow on our Instagram at Molly and Megan MTP and our Twitter at Molly Megan MT Pod. Thanks.